0: You're listening to a podcast from JNNP.
1: So this is a JNNP podcast from the British Neuropsychiatry Association meeting. My name is Adam Zemon from the University of Exeter, and I'm speaking to Andy Kanner, uh, who is Senior Attending Physician at the Department of Neurology and Director of the Comprehensive Epilepsy Centre at the University of Miami. And Andy gave a wonderful talk this morning entitled Epilepsy, Depression and Anxiety Disorders A Complex Relation with Significant Therapeutic Implications for the Three Conditions. And so I thought we might talk through some of the themes um, of that lecture, perhaps beginning with uh, the evidence that epilepsy predisposes to depression and anxiety.
0: Yes, so there is now a a fair amount of literature that has been based on epidemiologic studies on population based studies that show that essentially one out of every three people with epilepsy can be expected to experience a episode of depression and or anxiety or comorbid depression and anxiety episode in the course of their life the uh, uh, prevalence of uh, psychiatric disorders in general in people with epilepsy is higher than that in the general population and that includes uh, other conditions like attention deficit disorder in children with epilepsy and even the uh, psychotic disorders which are the least frequent uh, seen in people with epilepsy are still higher in prevalence than in the general population for example in the case of um, mood and anxiety disorders we would expect to see them five times more frequently in people with epilepsy than in the general population. In the case of psychosis, it's also in the range of four to seven times higher than in the general population. Yeah, how, how much
1: higher is that instance than the instance of psychi- psychiatric disorders seen in other conditions, chronic conditions, because they presumably also elevate the rate of depression and anxiety to some degree.
0: There have been population based studies uh, that have compared the prevalence of depression and asthma and diabetes and epilepsy and the prevalence of depression was higher among people with epilepsy than among uh, diabetes and asthma
1: okay so there's, so there's clearly a, a relationship which runs from uh, epilepsy to mood disturbance. I think it might be more surprising to people who are uninitiated in this area that mood disorder appears to be quite a powerful risk factor for epilepsy.
0: Yes, yeah, so, so this is uh, an area that is quite interesting and it's uh, catching the attention of people in the field of epilepsy. In fact, it's not a new idea. This idea goes all the way back to Hippocrates uh, and Hippocrates, who was a very skilled clinician, was able to determined that people with uh, epilepsy were more likely to develop depression, but people with depression were more likely to develop epilepsy. In the last 15 years, there have been several population-based studies that actually have supported this type of observation. These are population-based studies where patients are followed longitudinally. So it's not anymore making conclusion based on cross-sectional data, but on longitudinal data. Dale Hessdorfer, who is one of the leading neuroepidemiologists that has studied these phenomena, has clearly established that uh, the occurrence of depression, anxiety, suicidality, uh, and psychosis precedes the onset of epilepsy when she compares the occurrence of these conditions in people with epilepsy compared to controls, match controls, by two to three fold higher. In a population-based study in Iceland, she found that people, uh, children with attention deficit disorder of the inattentive type, they had uh, threefold uh, higher risk of developing epilepsy compared to controls. This has very important implications because there was concern that psychotropic drugs uh, could be associated with an increased risk of seizure occurrence and when one takes into consideration that in fact the natural course of these primary psychiatric disorders is associated with an increase in the risk of uh, having epileptic seizures and epilepsy, then maybe these epileptic seizures are not the expression of exposure to psychotropic medication but to the inherent risk that these conditions have.
1: Okay, that's very that's very f- fascinating. There's a bi-directional relationship then between epilepsy and psychiatric disorder, perhaps mood disorder in particular. What kinds of mechanisms do you think might be in play here creating this yes, relationship?
0: Yes, so, so this is an area that has caught my interest tremendously and uh, at this stage uh, there are um, a lot of questions, uh, a lot of this is hypotheses that have yet to be confirmed, but in reviewing the, the, the literature of animal models of depression, animal models of epilepsy, and the neurobiological aspects of mood disorders and epilepsy, I think can find several common pathogenic mechanisms shared by the two conditions. So we can suggest that it's not that depression causes epilepsy or epilepsy causes depression, but maybe the occurrences of these common pathogenic mechanisms facilitates the occurrence of one condition in the presence of the other. So, for example, disturbance in the neurotransmitters serotonin, norepinephrine, glutamate, and GABA have been uh, suggested as possible pathogenic mechanisms. Uh, Serotonin, for example, in animal molds of epilepsy has been found to play a very important inhibitory effect and to block the occurrence of seizures in several animal molds of epilepsy. Uh, So if you administer, for example, an SSRI like fluoxetine or citalopram to A variety of animal models uh, of epilepsy, you can block their seizures. If you deplete the brains of these animals from serotonin by giving them a diet free of tryptophan, you accelerate or you worsen their seizures. What has been found in humans, for example, there is a study that was done in New York University by Ken Alpert, who actually found that in patients with primary major depression, uh, who participated in double-blind placebo control uh, trials that were submitted to the FDA for approval. And he compared the incidence of seizures between patients randomized to placebo and those randomized to uh, the antidepressant drugs. Those that were randomized to the antidepressant drugs had less incidence of, of seizures than those randomized to placebo. And in fact, the patients with primary depression who were randomized to placebo compared to the general, the expected seizure frequency in the general population had 19-fold greater seizure frequency than uh, those that were randomized to uh, the the SSRI. So suggesting that the SSRIs were yielding some protective effect to patients with primary depressive disorder and also supporting the fact that just having primary depressive disorder uh, facilitated the development of epileptic seizures.
1: But, which is not at all, I mean, the, the, the relationship you're indicating you're between right. antidepressants and, and epilepsy is not at all the received, received wisdom, is it? The
0: other, the other ones, just to briefly summarize, is uh, the disturbances in glutamate and GABA. Glutamate is the, the neurotransmitter by excellence, uh, with excitatory properties, and which plays a fundamental role in the f- process of epileptogenesis. Well, we know today that depressive disorders are associated with a hyperglutamatergic state, and uh, GABA, which is the neurotransmitter with inhibitory properties, and which also plays a fundamental pathogenic role in uh, epilepsy. Uh, And in fact, many of the antiepileptic drugs that we use to stop seizures have as an aim to increase synaptic GABA effect. Well, patients with depression have been found to have decreased GABAergic activity. So the two fundamental neurotransmitters that play pivotal roles in the pathogenesis in epilepsy have similar disturbances in depression. So that may, you know, be a cue as to why... Uh, people with uh, depression may be uh, more likely to developing epilepsy and, uh, and vice versa.
1: And then you mentioned that mood disturbance or psychiatric disorder generally modulates the effectiveness of treatment.
0: Yeah. so mood disturbances have been found to be associated with the worst response to the treatment of the seizure disorder. And this was also quite a a surprising uh, but fascinating phenomenon. So, for example, one study from Glasgow... uh, headed by Martin uh, Brody and his group, showed that if you had a lifetime history of psychiatric disorders, primarily depression, preceding the onset of the epilepsy, you were twofold more likely to develop treatment-resistant epilepsy so that you would not respond to epileptic medications. There's another study from Australia where they investigated the presence of symptoms of depression and anxiety prior to the start of treatment, and these were people with new onset diagnosed epilepsy. Those patients who endorse symptoms of depression and anxiety when they were followed 12 months later were significantly less likely to be seizure free than patients uh, who did not endorse any symptoms of depression and anxiety. And then there is a body of literature uh, that suggests that a lifetime history of depression may be associated with a worse response to epilepsy surgery in people who are undergoing temporal lobectomies for intractable temporal lobe epilepsy. So this is uh, having a direct impact on the treatment that we provide for the treatment of the seizure disorder that physicians need to take into consideration and have very important practical consideration because if you have an individual who had a lifetime history of depression they have a temporal obectomy, the patient becomes seizure-free. You may want to keep him on medication rather than discontinuing medication after two years, which is a standard thing that one does, because that person may be at higher risk of having recurrent seizures. This seems to make quite a strong case for equipping physicians with some psychiatric skills. Yes. Actually, <laughs> neurologists must be better trained on you know, some of the basis of uh, psychiatric disorders. when I tell my residents and fellows, depressive disorders are neurologic conditions with psychological symptoms. So there's no excuse not to know about them. Okay, well, that's a challenge for the future. <laughs> thank, thank you very much indeed.